to the train of thought. Please stand behind the yellow line as we are about to approach the station. Today's destination, internship. Today's destination, internship. Welcome to the Train of Thought podcast brought to you by The Poetic Wit. I'm your train conductor host, Aaron Patrick, and with me, we have our friendly neighborhood scholar girl, Julia, back on the show. What's up? Hey, everybody! Hey! <laughs> My goodness, it's been such a long time. Now, now it's been what? Uh, we, we are officially going to conclude our diploma and stuff. Yeah, if you guys don't know... Like two months! Hmm? Two months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's two, two more months uh, for our final semester. Uh, if you guys didn't know uh, already, Julia is my course mate and was a co-host on the pilot episode called College Life. Do check that out if you're looking forward to your campus experience. Um, that is, if we are ever going to have a campus experience because at this point, <laughs> we are <laughs> we're not, not so sure. Um, you know, we're all stuck at home doing e-learning and stuff. Hey, Julia, how, how have you been so far? So far, I'm actually, I, I kind of got used to this MCO life at this point. Mm. I've like come into terms with my introverted self and is more more than glad to stay at home for like the rest of the semester. Oh. Except for presentations. Presentations, I still prefer face-to-face or through, through the laptop webcam is just weird. Other than that, it's like uh, home sweet home. <laughs> wow. Well, for me, like I'm, I'm a more extrovert and I prefer the outdoors. I really miss going out and I really miss that you know that classroom experience and because you get to meet people actually meet people face to face and have real interactions now everything's just limited you know so um you know even actually before uh COVID-19 uh started you know actually COVID-19 sorry I thought we were restarting no okay (laughs) no no no. I I mean like you know beginning of uh, the year you know this this whole pandemic thing was so uh, unexpected. We only started shutting down like in what, March onwards? March 18th. Mm-hmm. March 18th. Yeah, March onwards. But you know... 16th you know, night was the news. March 18th was the actual lockdown. Yeah. Mm. It yeah. the date very well. <laughs> wow, you actually remember the date. Um, yeah, because it was a very sudden departure from an internship place, which I love a lot. So like, ha! <laughs> Yeah. Um. Did I think this uh this episode is meant for us to like you know come back and actually, um yeah let let's catch up on what we've been doing because it's it's been such a long time. Uh, the last the 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 first episode rather uh was uh back in our what which which semester was it our fifth semester right convergent journalism. Uh, uh, yeah 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 yeah. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, conf- yeah, yeah, journalism. yeah. So five semesters. What I think, yeah, it was it's one almost one year. It was around June, July that we recorded that. Yeah, I think yeah, roughly one year, one year, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, Julia, what have you been doing the past uh few months uh since twenty twenty started? Okay, so so the first three months we were obligated to be in internship. So mm. I was in internship. I got accepted into Rage. It's an investigative journalism journalistic department under the Star Media Group. They are a very nice bunch of people that I really liked uh, working and uh, what's the word? Having fun with them. Uh, during that time, I really learned a lot. 
like not just um, academic based, not just skill based, but learning a lot about myself and like my, I got, my mental health got better. Lah. And honestly, the routine life of, you know, having to wake up a certain, a certain time every single day without fail and only the weekends to slack off, it, it's, it kind of got my body into a proper healthy routine instead of sleeping at very odd hours and waking up at very odd hours. So, yeah, during the internship time was, the first three months was like the best three months of my life. There were a bit hiccups here and there, but overall it was, it was a great experience uh, during that time, honestly. Mm, wow. And that, and that was our last semester. The, the previous semester, that was our second last semester. Now we're in our final semester. We're doing our electives mm. and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I pretty much, uh, me and Julia are in the same batch. And uh, I've also been through this internship as well. Uh, so yeah, just to recap, you know, for the past three months, uh, our batch, we, we had to go for an, a compulsory in-company practical training semester. And you know it, it's 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 known it's known as an internship, and an internship. If you guys are curious to know, an internship is when one is employed to learn, and also gain working experience in a company of their choice. So in our case, you know we are studying at IACT. It's mostly to do with uh, media related uh, companies, or even if it's not media related companies, it will be some form of creative uh, communication. Uh, segment department of any like, company of our choice as well, um, and yeah, that that's that. So, uh, reminiscent of our format, <laughs> last uh episode, uh, we are going to share with you five tips on uh going about you know going through your your internship, for your internship experience. Yes. Yes. For that. <laughs> your journey in internship will go as smooth as ours. I would have said it's smooth. Yeah, smooth. Is, is your smooth? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I haven't shared my experience yet. I, I stopped short of it. Yeah, so Julia worked at The Rage. Wow, mm-hmm. well, sounds very very ons, you know. Uh, if you guys don't know already, I'm, I'm pretty sure you all know this. If you all don't know this, you've been living under a rock. Like, um... <laughs> The if you the star is one of Malaysia's biggest uh papers like newspaper uh company, and they mm-hmm. have they have a youth uh, sec department uh called Rage, and they do all these projects and documentaries and and they they basically yeah they do a lot of on ground work as well. I, yep. I I I've heard that um oh. Yeah, Julia, do share with us uh, some of the projects uh, that you've been working with at uh, with Rich on. Like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So like, uh, there were two projects that were ongoing during uh, my time at internship. The first one was Eye on a Ball, which is a documentary film uh, that has been for quite uh, film for quite some time about our local Malaysian blind footballers. Mm. They are. There's actually a sport called blind football where the football actually has sounds uh, so that when they... So even though they are blind, they can actually figure out the position of the ball based on the sound, which is actually kind of cool. So like you imagine these people running in full speed, blind, chasing after a ball. 
Like, even with sight, we normal human beings can't really play football, but imagine them. They have actually represented Malaysia in the Para Asian Games and actually won first place. So, it was the... It was, I think, Malaysia's first... No, 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 I don't think it's Malaysia's first. Uh, so, basically, their documentary went on cinema. It was supposed to be, uh, to be premiered in cinema for public viewing, but because of COVID, it, it got postponed. Shucks. Until, uh, Man. When, no idea. But the movie is really great. It's really touching and really inspirational. Although I only entered in the last 15 minutes because I had duties, it was, I instantly cried. <laughs> yeah, it's a tearjerker. <clears throat> Yo. But yes, it's emotional. It's a very emotional show. Really, you should watch it for both as a Malaysian and also to feel inspired because if they, people who are uh, having different, uh, different uh, people who are differently able can do more than what about us normal people? We have no excuse. You know? Whoa. And the other one is uh, uh, anti-bullying uh, campaign, which is actually framed as a kindness campaign. So it's called Stand Together where we are trying to promote kindness and empathy, this year empathy in schools, so that it can foster a kinder and a safer environment for everybody. So it's like understanding what's bullying, uh, understanding where the bullying comes from, understanding how to understand yourself and what you should do as a bystander, as a victim, or as a teacher, as a parent. It's a really... um, What's the word I'm finding for... It's a really uplifting campaign because it you can really see the effect with students because I have been to one of their school tour mm. with a celebrity called Ismail Izani. Yeah. So it's, it was really nice to see that they are actually putting effort into a lot of this. And it's also very tear-jerking because I was honestly, in the very start, I was very skeptical with this because... From someone who came, uh, who was bullied before in high school, it to me it sounded like uh, it won't work. But actually, the more I got into it, the more I actually did the program, it really hung on to me, and I really understood it. And I even practiced it myself among uh, my own French uh, within my friends, and also like to myself. So it's a very good initiative by Rich. Yeah, dude, you're, you're so. You're so lucky, <laughs> you know. You you get to you know, uh, work work with Rage. You know, very well known uh youth uh, journalism, uh department of Star, and also get to do all these, all all these very inspiring projects. And I salute you, man. <laughs> really yeah, salute you, you feel inspired as you do your work. Even mm. as as I was said, I was skeptical with a lot of things because I I originally entered wanting to do more on like you know those undercover kind of thing like their pangolin trafficking or their uh, predator in my phone kind of uh, kind of undercover going as a spy kind of thing but at first I was down but towards the second half of it I was actually really on about all the campaign I was doing at that point so it's really life-changing reality changing mm. yeah wow very good so good so yeah, that that that's Julia's internship. So uh, for me, I interned at a uh, Christian <laughs> podcast uh, station. Hey guys, just a short break. Uh, I forgot to mention this while I was recording uh, with Julia. You know, my my company's name is actually 
uh, called Rima Radio. You, you can go look that up. It's R-H-E-M-A-R-A-D-I-O. It's a local Malaysian Christian podcast station and I would love for you to you know go check it out. Right? I forgot to mention the name. Now, back to the show. It's not really... Uh, like, they don't really have, like, uh, an actual studio or office. They used to have a studio, but then for some reason, uh, yeah, it didn't work. It, it kind of shut down, uh, and it's very decentralized. So, actually, we, we were talking about this in class and how there are different systems of management for companies, but for this uh, particular company that I've worked with, it's not even a company, it's a, it's a trust project that they are doing. Uh it's very decentralized, meaning that there is no office at all. You just uh, meet up once in a while just to check up on each other and uh, any updates and stuff and then just carry the work home uh, the work home along with you and, and just work on it, right? But I had the opportunity to also go out for events. Uh, let's say if you all know who uh, Pastor Raymond Ko is, he's one of the... Uh, one of the social workers and uh, pastors who got abducted because uh, God knows what happened. Lah. Uh, you, if you all, you all don't know already, do check out the news. And, you know, I, I got to, you know, get in touch with, like, uh, these people, her, uh, his uh, wife, Susanna, and, like, you know, fan, friends and, and family on, on, let's say, their second, was it their second, second, third anniversary of uh yeah his abduction and then you know just just hearing the updates from them it, it sort of like it got me like very personal in this and but and at the same time when i'm I, i'm able to interact with these people what more of like a common uh hope and and also like faith together in action it, it feels really it's, it's also very uh personal and meaningful and inspiring uh another event i also went for is like um you know, I, I've been to different events. What events were it? Uh? Yeah, I, I've been to one press conference where they, they were opening a new, um, what what's it called? A movement or a ministry uh, where, where they, they were doing like more outreach uh, projects, uh, equipping churches and, and stuff like that. Then there was another one where I went for uh, this uh, big conference where they had all these like data and an analytics and insights about, you know, how churches can work to improve uh better let's say communication with the the new generation or intergeneration dynamics and things like that and it was it was really inspiring because uh, you know you, you get to see how uh you know people actually interact with each other in terms of let's say um yeah they are sharing their faith and, and things like that and i get to do a lot of things so being like because the internship company that i i worked for was uh, small I was practically the only intern there and also like their only full-time intern because like everyone else works on like a part-time or a voluntary basis so I get I get to do a lot of things so I, I get to handle recording equipment or audio recording I also get to take pictures and um, edit stuff and, and do a, do all sorts of things now I, I was basically like their multi-tool so even though it's not as big as let's say Julia's like oh the rage you know it's all the rage and stuff but oh, uh, uh, all companies have their, have their target audience and like their mm. niche la. you can't you can't really compare it that way it's right. not great okay I think yeah that's my bad as well 
<laughs> but but I don't know because in my eyes, because like Julia's like way up there. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone seems to have that perception. Uh, but yeah, Ju- Julia has always been like that. That I one. Stop down there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, okay, never mind. Okay, but like yeah, I I really admire uh Julia for like her her work ethic and her standards and stuff. And then even getting to work with like the rich is like wow, you know. And then compared to like all this uh, Christian podcast station, okay, cool. But yeah, uh, not to say it's anything big, but I I still got some work to do. I still learned some things, and um, you know, I I've, I I sort of found, uh, if I may say, like if yeah, we we didn't really interact in person a lot. Also, uh, my uh, let's say, should I say coworkers, uh, but. You know, because we are able to share something in common, you know, I I found sort of like my family there also lah, um, and I still got to do like meaningful work there also, and and still learn a couple of things. Yeah, so let's move on. <laughs> um, we've got five tips to share from you from our internship experience, so that you know you would know what to expect. Uh, yes. When when you go out, if you're ever gonna go out. Uh, for an for a internship and in company practical training experience, uh, yeah, God bless the COVID situation, and hopefully, if if there's ever, if things are ever going back to normal, or if you get to have an internship experience during your new normal, don't know how that's gonna look like, but here are some tips that are still relevant, and we hope that you're able to apply it in your own. Okay, uh, the first points from me. Make a good first impression. So, what what do I mean by making a good first impression? Uh, to start off, well, how do you even get employed in the first place? You will have to go for an interview, correct? How do you get that interview? You will have to send in your resume and you have to contact the companies and things like that. So you so, it it's really important to make a good first impression so as to you know actually stand out to your employer and say like no hey you know i'm actually worth uh, yeah i'm actually worth it i'm actually worth uh, being employed so you know from your resume to your first email how you present yourself during your interview it's it's really important to just to do your best to put put your best foot forward and be your best self to stand out to your employer so that they can see your potential value as well so uh how how you craft your resume, there's, there's a certain way to do it. I won't get too much into detail, but it has to include certain things like, let's say, a small introduction, a brief in- introduction about yourself, uh, certain, let's say, work experiences, maybe to get to know you more, uh, like other skills or uh, hobbies, and also include some referral contacts. So let's say you're going on an internship from your college, you know, wherever you're studying, and it's related to your coursework. The best referrals or uh, references uh, you can put in your your resume are, let's say, those of your lecturers who actually um, you know see potential in you, that kind of thing. So that your resume, and then you need to be able to craft an email. Um, <laughs> uh, don't don't screw up this part, guys. Uh, this is this is very important because a lot of people, uh, even like guys our age let's say around like you know those in college lah i don't know uh, some people <laughs> some people don't don't seem to be able to write a proper email like um 
Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be talking so much. Uh, Julia can share how to write an email. Uh oh. Um, for the first thing is to always have a greeting. Start off with a hello, greetings, um, good evening, good afternoon, never good night. <laughs> and then there should be um uh, like ex- if it's for an interview, you must have like I forgot the term, but you have to have a short description of your resume already in the in the email itself. I forgot the term for it. Aaron, do you remember the term? Is it a cover letter? I mean, uh, cover letter, yeah. But, but isn't the email considered a cover letter already? Yeah, the email is the cover letter. So uh, yeah, you have, pretty much. So you have to write like a, con, uh, a cover letter in your email and make it as concise as possible. It's technically a very concise version of your resume. And it has to be an interesting hook so that if the company just scrolls through, and not download your file or see your resume at all, they will already have that interest pick to choose your resume out of a lot of other applications. Mm-hmm. And for email etiquette, also end it with a sign-off. So regards your name and where you're from. So if like you're from... Uh, so for internship especially, so you just go, for example, regards your name. Uh, okay, for, for my example, is regards Julia Fang. Diploma in mass communication. Like that. Mm, wow. And guys, please don't leave your subject <laughs> uh, section empty. Yes. Al- always yes. fill in the subject section. So let's say a uh, request for interview or like uh, for internship, internship uh, uh, request or something like that. I-, I don't know. Just don't leave your, your email empty. Make sure you know who you're addressing it to. Address them properly. Uh, yes. Because if you're not sure of the gender, just use a gender neutral term, so so it's actually a gender neutral. Oh, is it? I, yeah. Or you in could. In general, it's, it's uh, for like even higher ups, it's just uh. Mm. Or you could put to whom it may concern, but like that's a bit, that's that, a bit. That's yeah, duh. Yeah, and just make sure your uh sentence is formal, but yet carry your personality in it. So don't go all, yo, what's up? But at the same time, sound like you, you know, and not like a copy-paste version of someone that just Googled how how to write an email letter. You get what I mean? Mm, yeah, because a lot, a lot of the... I think first impression would start from your email. Actually, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's uh, inherent in like every... Every uh stage. Every part, every stage. Mm. Yeah. Every every stage up until your interview and even beyond that also, how you carry yourself, uh how you project yourself rather, uh really shows, you know, who you are as a person, what or, or really can tell you know what kind of person you are. Like, you know, if you're gonna be that slouchy, lazy, don't give a crap, uh basically they're gonna see that hey, this this person is not worth hiring or so because like you know the kind of character it's is re- really unattractive so yeah uh don't leave your email blank and uh you know during your interview also you know speak up and smile you know engage have eye contact uh don't slouch don't slouch yes don't slouch you know stand up straight engage be confident but don't be too overconfident don't get cocky don't get um what's the word prideful uh Mm. yeah so yeah make make a good first impression yeah other than that just be yourself also you know like what julia said you know don't don't be uh like oh standard 
operating yo i don't know what how to uh they, yeah don't don't don't, don't, don't be, be a copy paste of everyone from the internet <laughs> oh yeah don't don't be like that don't don't be like a factory mode setting don't know what lah so be yourself lah you know be yourself your individuality is something that will also bring that flair of uniqueness that will actually make you stand out and also add to your the impression that you can make which will also better lead to hiring you so yeah make a good first impression Okay, so for the second tip, it is to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. So when you're first doing internship, your is actually like your first step into the working world, and it's going to come with a lot of first-time experiences, and you will find yourself lost at times if you really have no idea what to do. And during times like this, it's common to be scolded or like reprimanded or very drastically scolded. But no matter what happens, you have to take it with an open heart. Don't take it deeply into your emotions, and take it as a learning phase. Mm. So, um, the main point of the whole internship is for you to get used to this uh, industry setting, so that when you actually go out to the working world to actually find a proper job, you don't feel like uh, what's the word? Rusa masuk kampung. You don't feel like what's the English term? Is there an English term for this? Uh... You don't. You, Okay, like, wait. I'm. Like, I'm wait, wait, wait. Let me think. <laughs> uh, bagai rusa masuk kampung. Basically, that it means like you. You don't be what. You, you feel like you know, like so lost in. Okay, direct translation is you don't feel like a deer that just entered a village. Like you feel so lost in everything, and like I can't adapt. And you have this culture shock. So this really prepares you for. Let's uh, let's see if there's an English equivalent. Rusa masuk kampung in English. Yeah. So if I find that, I shall explain more. Okay. <laughs> so the thing about the internship itself is, like I said, to step out of your comfort zone. So if you're naturally shy, you're naturally afraid to talk on the uh to call people, for example, take up that job. Purposely take up that job, because it really the more you get used to it, the more you feel that you can do it. And honestly. Talk to your seniors. It really varies from workplace to workplace. But if your workplace is a friendly kind, do talk to your seniors. Get their insights, their work experiences. They might tell, even tell you stories on how their work has been. What have they done before? You'd be amazed hearing their stories. Trust me, I got so many interesting stories from, uh, from my work colleagues that time, both professional side and their personal life story. And it was a real joy to be there, lah. So, yeah, just really, you got to know that you can't stay in your com uh, bubble, your comfort bubble every single day. There are times when you have to do it, and this is the time that the college prepared particularly for you, where it's not going to be that detrimental when you enter the working world. Get what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I just tried looking for it. That that doesn't seem to be an English equivalent for it. But if you if you guys, please uh if you guys are listening in on this uh bagai rusa masuk kampung is a peribahasa. It's an it's a proverb. It's an idiom, uh in Malay. Malay, Malay proverb. Yeah, Malay proverb. Uh, basically describes uh some someone who enters a new uh atmosphere and like. You know, you know what a a greenhorn is. You know, basically, you know someone who really has like no knowledge or, 
or you know they they don't basically don't know what what to do in this like new situation uh which you know julia just described um yeah but you know yeah. as as she mentioned yeah be willing to step out of your comfort zone because uh this is that time to actually uh test, you test it out without the very heavy consequences of getting fired <laughs> Yeah, like uh, you know, see where you fit in the working world uh, later when you actually go out into it. While you're, I mean, now while you're still studying, you get this chance. You can actually get a taste of what the in- industry is. Basically, setting your foot out on new horizons. <laughs> <laughs> get it? <laughs> okay, never mind. That's a, a bad joke. Okay, uh, <laughs> you guys don't know that. That was I, I made an Animal Crossing reference. That uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> um. Uh, that from that uh, would flow to our next point. Openly accepting criticism. So, uh, for those of us, uh, for those of y'all, really, um, you know, going out for your first internship on the first time on a college basis, this is really going to be something new for you. Yes, you need to get out of your comfort zone, try new things, and test new things. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean you will get it right on the first try. So, um, yeah, you will need to know that depending on which company you will, you will, you would be working for, there will they will have a standard they have set in terms of let's say work quality. You know what what kind of uh what's the word up for it um KPI yeah key performance index or something like that yeah they they have a they have a set standard for like what's the quantity of work that should be done and also what's the quality of work that should be there that you know represents the company well and their image and stuff like that so you being a part of that and mind you interning with that company is not just them hiring you for your benefit but also hiring your skills to benefit the company as well so you know you being employed with that company shows that uh, you know, since you're working with that company, you will have to fall in line with certain things that they are doing as well. Not to say that they would totally reject like any new new ideas that will come from you or anything like that. But you know, there is always that standard to follow. So being your first time, I can guarantee you that there will be mistakes or times where you might fall short, or if your work may lack certain things that your company might need. Uh, we are all human, and being human, we tend to fall short and even fail. And that's okay. So don't be afraid or sad when your boss or your colleagues give or or your co-workers give feedback because it's one way to learn and improve from that. So one one experience, uh, one example I can give from my internship was, um, let's say, yeah, you know, working with, let's say, a podcast uh, company. You know, there's this thing where, you know, every year, like they have one year's uh, worth of shows like like a series like that. So like the first year they got how many shows and then they all have the same theme. And then the and then the next uh year they have how many shows and, and all those shows they have a particular theme. And the theme changes every year. Like the 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 way the uh episode cover looks, it all it all has a certain look and feel to it. And my boss was actually looking forward to let's say a new design for a show cover for this year so i i tried some of my own ideas because mind you <laughs> we all mass comms students we barely know a thing or two about graphic design uh it's not really my forte 
not really up my alley. Uh, so but I I tried anyway. I tried stuff. Uh, yeah. He he gave a lot of feedback, and at times my boss would sound a bit frustrated with me, lah. Me or maybe it's just his text being monotonous, but yeah. Um, it came to a point where he just accepted and said, "You know what, Aaron? I don't think graphic design is for you or anything. Um, it's okay, lah. I'll I'll do this part my myself." So I was like, "Shit, man, <laughs> damn sad." But yeah, I I I I accepted it, lah. And he that there, there were points where he actually gave feedback, and I I took it, and actually tried to improve on it as well. Um, but in the end. Uh, I couldn't make up for it. Uh, yet you know, one one of the things he left on my, uh, mentors evaluation form, you know, that little form that, uh, the lecturers or uh, or rather the student services they'll ask you to have your boss fill up for you, you know, to see how, how you've done in your company. One of the remarks he left me was, uh, one area of improvement would be for my graphic design and typography skills or so. So when he wrote it on my paper, I felt kind of. Thankful, because it actually gave me hope that, and and he, it seems that he showed hope that you know one day I'm ready to like you know actually improve in this area, that you know I I might lack in you know, yeah. So uh, Julia, do you have any like experience of let's say uh people in rage uh criticizing criticizing you over let's say your work or anything like that? For my part, it was because I clearly stated I was not a designer. I got thrown into design work as well, but it's more of a full time thing uh, aside from writing articles. So my designs at the very start was a bit messy, lah. Of course, uh, but for me, my my design my the senior senior designer was very patient with me. But then again, it's maybe because it's her nature. She's a very Ah, uh, lemah lembut person. Ah, uh, she's very like those um, uh, very soft Malay kind of person. I don't think I can ever see her getting ah uh, getting angry at someone. So she was very patiently guiding me through that, and also because there was really a lack of designers, and that's why they really because they really needed design. So I didn't really get the brunt of that criticism. It was more on like. Uh, kind suggestions and also sometimes like Julia, can you please see the things properly? Cause I sometimes miss small typos and everything. But other than that, the criticism really isn't that bad for me. But I've heard my fellow other interns from other colleges, uh, because she was taking the lead in one of the content creation, she got a lot of criticism. Uh, good criticism. Uh, good feedback. What's the word? Uh, constructive criticism. Constructive criticism from uh the boss, because she it was the lead, it was the whole image of the uh campaign, but in general she said that it was good because the way he scolded in a sense is not out of madness, but it's because he really generally wants you to improve and also wants to keep up the KPI and all lah. Hmm. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, like I said, there there's a standard to follow, but you know, depending on which company you are you are interning in, well, a lot of times, um, knowing that you know you are still fresh out of college, I think they will give us chance, lah. You know, um, they'll be kind, or at yeah. least or at least pray your boss will be kind to you, lah, and say, hey, you know, cut me some slack. 
because <laughs> you don't know you know when when they might suddenly like lash out at you or something like that but depending on where you're working for um but yeah uh yeah, i want to add something yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. because actually friends from the working world what they told me because i was actually freaking out when i entered internship because i was afraid my my quality of work was not good enough and i'll get uh, crit- uh very badly scolded for it but what my friend said really changed my mind it's like what he said because he had uh he was in charge of interns before what he said is we don't expect much from you we are treating you like pure idiots so we are okay <laughs> <laughs> wow Okay, that's one way to that's that's one way to put it. That that's really one way to put it. My internship is a very crucial time for you to grow because they don't expect much from you in the first place. Unless you show that you they, you they can expect from you, then that's a different story. Yeah. So that's why because once you and en- really enter the working world, they expect you to be on point and uh, critical thinking and everything. So your the only time you can mess up is during your internship. And that's the only time where criticism is the greatest part for you to grow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole point about this, uh, this point is your willing, your willingness to learn, right? Because if you're not going to learn, then how are you going to grow and be ready for the industry? Um, yeah. So next point. Next point. The third point is be honest with your work. Truth be told, don't oversell yourself. There's this common phrase in the industry, which is called always under promise, but over deliver. Don't over promise, then under deliver. To explain further, it means that you don't give them too high of an expectation for them to expect. Uh, Keep the KPI as minimum as, uh, as the minimum as they want. But then using that, you make sure you over deliver as in you give something more. It's like telling your parents, uh, what, I think I'll get a C plus for this exam. But then, oh, I actually got a B. You see, it's actually like, you know, they'll go, oh my God, you actually made it better. Instead of going, telling them, I think I'll get a B. Uh, and then comes out a C. You, you get what I mean? Mm. So that's the main point is to always under promise, but over deliver. And... Always, and like, yeah, it's good to make a good first impression, to sell yourself, to market yourself and show out your skills. But don't do it in a prideful and boastful way. People in the industry can tell the difference between empty talk, uh, empty boast and people with actual skills and knowledge. So know your limits in uh, selling yourself and make sure when you sell yourself, you do know what you're selling and not just... Um, trying to put on a front. You get what I mean? Yeah. So don't... If, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You were saying... Yeah, uh, I was saying... And also, if you're not sure about something and if you're really not certain on how to do this and you need help, get help. Even if you're going to get scolded, get help because it's better to... Uh, what's the thing? Get scolded before you mess up than mess up and then get scolded. You get what I mean? Better, yeah. better to, uh, what what's what's the phrase? Uh? Do better to seek forgiveness than ask permission. Uh? No wait, actually, better to ask permission first. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come to think it's, about it's it. It's just better. It's just better to because if you waste it, waste both people time because you are doing a a work that's not 
fitting that's not correct and then mm. you waste you're wasting your mentor's time to check it so might as well you ask him and bother him first and then you fix it so that both uh is a time saving thing in all honesty it's very time efficient right right if if i may add on a bit like just uh just to give another example uh from my internship there was one point where my my boss wanted to revamp our you know the website you know and he asked whether i can do web design i'm like no i can't do web design i've not i've not done no if anything the graphic designer graphic design students in iect you know shout out to our graphic design friends uh they might have you no know, picked up you no know, web design and actually learn all the code and and the stuff and but, but then like no i don't know what what i don't know how to web design are you kidding me <laughs> don't ask me to do this so uh it came to a point where i i had to even though i did yeah i made a good first impression with my boss i i told him i can do this i can do that i can do a lot of things really but there are some things that i just cannot do let's say one of the things is web design another thing is like um sort of setting expectations for let's say editing videos so i i told him straight up front that you know the videos that i'll be i'll be editing like it's going to be very simple because like i don't know after effects and i haven't got the time to actually like sit through any tutorials or even we we have not gone through after effects yet at least not in our diploma anyway um and so there were a lot of things i couldn't do as well and I, I I didn't have the time to recreate, let's say, certain graphs and charts from like infographics and stuff. So what I did, right? I I straight I straight up went and took a picture from my camera on the the magazine that it was this infographic was on, and then I just straight photoshopped it and make it clearer and stuff, just to add to like one of the Facebook posts I was doing that day. So yeah, that that was those were some of the limitations. Like I could do a lot of things, but there are some things that I just cannot do, and I really have to be honest with that. Otherwise, right, the your You're boss everyone's time. Yeah, I'm gonna waste my boss's time, and like he's gonna expect things that I I'm not gonna be able to deliver. So I might as well be honest with myself and with my boss and say, like, hey, I'm not able to do this, but but there's another way you can go about this. You can also offer alternatives or so. To let's say certain things, let's say you're not able to deliver a certain standard or or stuff, but you can offer like instead of this, maybe I can do something like this so that it sort of still fulfills the bare minimum, so that there is that level of like work done, you know, in in case that there, there's something that can still be done about it. So yeah, be honest with your work mm-hmm. and like don't plagiarize, lah, guys. You know, don't yep. don't be, don't be a low life. No, don't plagiarize. <laughs> low life. Okay. Um, the last point. Aaron, do you want to do it? Do I want to do it? Let's do it. Actually, we are we we are both giving input anyway, right? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. I think I'll start off. Um, yeah, the last point. Have fun, and enjoy the process. So, I'm not too sure about other colleges and for other fields, but for ICT students especially, we get one whole semester. So that's up to three months ish. So depending on, let's say, I think for diploma students it's twelve weeks, and for degree students it's, uh, ten weeks. If if I'm not mistaken, lah, um, for our internship, so we get up to like three months working experience. You know, um, go to work, get things done, learn new things, get paid, guys, get paid. 
um, this is the closest you can ever get to real life working experience <laughs> at the same time being a student. So you, you ought to just, you know, cherish your moments as there's, there's always something you can get out of it while, while you're working at your chosen company. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, since, since internship is, is, it's a new thing, at least if you're doing it for the first time, like if this is your first internship, especially, yeah, actually savor all these moments and all these new things that you're going to learn because who you are today, um, is the foundation for who you are tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what I was going for. No, la, actually, yeah. Who you are tomorrow will be different from who you are today, especially the, the sort of experiences you will go through. What more during your internship? What more uh, doing things, you know, work, you know, having meaningful experience, you not know, going out for these, let's say missions, you know, like, like these, these works that, that you're doing for your company, it's not just work, like a nine to five office job, filling papers and stuff like that. Um, but like, you know, it's something that contributes to society even. And what more the meaningful connections you can make with, let's say new people you meet, you know, what kind of stories you're going to hear, what kind of lessons are going to be learned. Who knows? Have fun, enjoy the roller coaster, right? Enjoy the process. You know, it's, it's all going to shape you for a better you and also for a better society. Mm-hmm. And get, take the time to know more people uh, and network because your value also relies on who you know because who oh, you know yeah. can get you somewhere and it's important to know important people because we live in a society requires <laughs> connection and networking to advance through. And as long as it's the positive side, it's not, um, you know, any any negative uh, light with back behind all your networking. It's fine the way it is. Honestly, enjoy it. It's, it's one of the best moments, in my opinion, the best moments. Because you get to meet new people, you get to meet people which has uh, so many different experiences, get to hear their stories, their struggles and they can give you advice on what to do from now on. I don't know, because I felt like I really belonged in my uh, internship. They treated me like I was a part of them, I was cared for, and it's it's really just a nice process to go through. But if by any chance you accidentally entered a bad company, which is, I think, something that a lot of you would fear, Take it as a lesson in that point. Uh, take what you can. Just uh, try to not let any bad things affect you and just take the positive out of it, mm, honestly. Yep, that's right. Okay, I think uh, I think that's all. Is mm-hmm. that all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. If we would give more, we would talk until the next hour. <laughs> or we could make a part two of this. I don't know. Uh, let us know uh, if you would like to hear more on this. But I think for now, that's all from us. That's five tips for your future internship experience. That's all from us. This is the Train of Thought podcast brought to you by the Poetic Wit with your train conductor host for today, Aaron Patrick. And your friendly neighborhood scholar girl, Julia. Now signing out. Peace. Hey, Let's go.
Thank you.